So, <coughs> so if we could say a vart, let's see if you could say a vart both on Parshas Bamidbar and on Shavuos, which of course has to be connected because Parshas Bamidbar is always the week before Shavuos, so of course there's a connection. This week's parsha it says, "Ve'ela told us Aaron Umeisha, Bi'adibar Hashem es Meisha bar Sinai." And the following is the history, the story of Aaron and Moshe, and how they developed. And then the Torah goes on to say, only Aaron's kids. So Rashi Bavarns, I understand, you said you're going to tell me Aaron and Moshe's history. Aaron and Moshe's told us. And then you only go and tell me Aaron's told us. Says the Gemara in Sanhedrin brings Rashi, called Hamalamid ben Chavere, Torah Kilu Yolodai. If you teach somebody else's kid Torah, it's as if you gave birth to them. And we know part of the Messiah of the Torah was that Aaron taught the Torah to Allah's early summer. And Moshe taught the Torah to Allah's early summer. So since Moshe taught the Torah to Allah's early summer, they are like his kids. And that's what the Pasuk means. The El told us Moshe, Moshe. And then it says Aaron's kids. Because Aaron's kids are Moshe's kids. Because Moshe taught them Torah. Therefore it's Ki'ilu Yolade. But there's a glaring question in the Pasuk. It says, Ve'el told us Aaron and Moshe, B'yayim dibar Hashem es Moshe, b'har Sinai. On the day that Hashem spoke to Moshe on Har Sinai, at that point, <coughs> Moshe hadn't taught any Torah to Aaron's kids. So what do you mean? How are you justifying? You know, if it's biological, it's biological. But how are you justifying that Aaron's kids are Moshe's kids because he taught them Torah, he hadn't teaching them, he hadn't taught them any Torah yet. The Pshad is, you see from here, that Kabbalah HaTorah, that learning Torah does not actually require Torah to be learned, Torah to be already learned. The mere commitment, the mere decision that I'm going to learn Torah the mere start of learning Torah, the willingness to learn Torah, brings with it all the fringe benefits of having already learned the Torah. And that's why Moshe taught Aaron's kids on the day of getting the Torah from Arsina because Aaron's children were ready to listen to the Torah. And it's Ki'ilu, they already learned the Torah, and Moshe accrues the benefit of being their father because he's going to teach them Torah based on the commitment that started now. And we find this concept in a couple places. For instance, the Gemara Bracha says that Shmuel paskin in front of Eli. In front of Eli Akain. Shmuel said that a czar is able to shaft the carbon. And Eli said, Ah, oh, He paskin in front of his Rebbe. Now the problem is that Shmuel was a very little kid at that time. He hadn't learned anyone. He hadn't learned anything by anyone yet. And therefore, how is Shmuel guilty of Meira Halacha Befnei Rabbi? And how did Eli Akain want to kill Shmuel? Because as Meira Halacha Befnei Rabbi, he wasn't Rabbi yet. Says Taisus in the second Teretz and Brachis, since Shmuel came to learn by Eli, he already is his Talmud, and Eli is already his Rabbi, even though he hadn't learned yet. The fact that he showed up, the fact that he's ready, willing, and able, you have already all the benefits, in this case, the drawbacks 
of being someone's Talmud and having learned the Torah. We remember the famous Gemara of Metziah with Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish, the Helega Reish Lakish, started off as a bandit. And he encountered Rabbi Yechanan, and Rabbi Yechanan said, you should start learning. Now, the way Reish Lakish got to Rabbi Yechanan is he jumped across a river. He was in extremely good shape. Rabbi Yechanan told him, you should really start learning. Rish Lakish agreed. He said, yes, I will start learning. Rish Lakish was unable to jump back across the river. The Gemara says, what happened? The Gemara says, Tera mateshes keichesh Tera makes a person weak. He hadn't learned a word yet. His chavr was still right there. He was still a bandit. The answer is, the mere acquiescence, the mere agreement, the mere willingness, the mere acceptance of wanting to learn Tyra brings with it all the fringe benefits of learning. And this is the aside of Shavuos. The Kliyakar asks the Kasha that we find by all the other Yom Tevim, a Zecher, on Mitzrayim, on Pesach, we have Zecher Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, we eat Matzah, we eat a Karm Pesach of Bismillah around, we eat Mara, we drink the four Kaisis, we have Zecher Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, on Sukkot, we sit in Sukkot, Zecher L'Anane Akavit, and there's nothing on Shavuos. There's no mitzvah hayoyim on Shavuos. Yes, we stay up the whole night. That's several years old, several hundred years old. And that definitely is a, a good thing. Darizal says great things about it, but it's not Menatayra. Where's the zecher on Shavuos? Says the Kliyakar, there's no zecher on Shavuos because there's no need for a zecher. Because every year we're makabal the Taira. So Shavuos is an ongoing event. We are not leaving Mitzrayim. Even though Chayv Adam Lira Satsmuki Ilu Mitzrayim, but we're not leaving Mitzrayim. We're definitely not in Sukkot in the Midbar. So we need a Zecher. But we are being Mechabal the Torah every single year. Now what does that mean? We're not being Mechabal the Torah. Torah is as old as the world. How are we being Mechabal the Torah every year? LMI, you see that the commitment to be Mechabal the Torah, the re-upping, the re-signing, the recommitment that we make every year counts as a Kabbalah satire, and there is no need for a Zecher. Shavuos is real time. It's not a commemoration. And this has a real nafkamina, the Yerushalmi. When Moshe Chavreni brings a Masas Moshe, the Yerushalmi says, points out that if you look in Parshas Emmer, every other Yontif has a Chattas by the Musaf. Why doesn't Shavuos have a Chattas by the Musaf? Says Yerushalmi that since you are makabel on yourself, the Torah mala ani mala ani alechem ki ilu lechataschem miyamechatasem miyamechem. It's as if you never sinned, but we're not makabel the Torah. Every year in the Beis Hamikdash they brought a karm. They didn't bring a karm chatas. They were makabel there. It says you are makabel the Torah, which leaves us one thing to explain. How so? Why so? What do you mean? And the answer is as follows. That although every endeavor that you start requires a commitment, merely committing doesn't do the trick. I'll bring you a rider. I have a treadmill. That's commitment. It's $1,000 of commitment to losing weight. I have a bike. I go every Sunday and buy diet food because I'm starting a diet. I'm committed. But just because you're committed, it doesn't mean it happens. When a person commits to Matan Torah, when a person, Avadu with an Ernstkeit, not with lip service, when a person comes on a Shavuos and is Mechabal the Torah 
and he wants to learn, and he wants to shtag, and he wants to have a chilek and terah, and it comes every shul, it's a unique opportunity to do it. A person isn't saying, I'm gonna. A person is saying, I am. When you buy a treadmill, you're saying, I'm going to start diet and exercise. When a person is makabal the Torah, he doesn't say, I'm going. He says, I am. I am makabal the Torah. I am makabal the old Torah. I am. I accept on myself now. And that's all that it takes. A lot of the learning will come if you're ernst. And even if it doesn't come, if your kavana was ernst, if your commitment was ernst, that's the difference between a kabbalah satayra, that the mere commitment comes with all the nafkaminas, both for good and for bad, both for achatas and for losing your strength, for being a Talmud of Eliakain. The commitment to learn Torah is equal because that's the old Torah, and that's where Makabal and Shuas Rabbi It should be another year of Kabbalah Satayra. It should be another year of Shtaiging together in learning, and we should continue to grow together. Good Shabbos, Gideon.